Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and uh, welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. As always, if you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. It's your boy, DJ Billy A. And across the way from me in his gamer chair, getting ready to blow this world up and take it by storm like he just don't care. Get up on your mic and say, hell yeah. To the 209 till infinity. Halloween extravaganza. Oh my. Hell yeah, let's go. Spooks and scary things. (laughs) And such. And such. As you might say. Movies and candy. Regale (laughs) of (laughs) trick-or-treating past. We, we didn't rehearse this, as you can tell. It's uh, this was the rehearse version. That's that's right. That's that's a almost a little bit of a sad statement. But and can, is it safe to say this is our first? I mean, we always dig in on Christmas. Mm-hmm. We usually have a follow up to Thanksgiving and talk about our favorite foods. I don't believe in the now five years that we've been doing this podcast that we've ever done a Halloween, a straight up Halloween episode. We've talked about Halloween and how, you know, the kids have grown and the excitement's waned a bit, but uh, I don't know if we've ever really just done an episode. I don't... Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't I, think we have dedicated yeah. a uh, a entire episode to the holiday of Halloween. Now, today, mm-hmm. if you are listening mm-hmm. to this episode, right, it is the Eve of Hallows. Okay. October 31st. All right. Nice. So maybe you're dressing up. Maybe, maybe you're taking the kids out trick-or-treating. Maybe. Maybe you're recovering from a long weekend where you had too much 
ghoul punch. <laughs> ghoul punch. Adult ghoul punch. Maybe you had a spooky. Ah, in the theme of werewolves, maybe you had a silver bullet, baby. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> you got to be. I hope you don't. If you drink that. enough coarse light, if you drink the silver bullet, will that keep the werewolves away? Just out of curiosity. That's a great I, question. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. We'd have to ask Blade. I think you're going to need to do a history, deep, dig deeper into your research on uh, from Adolf Kors and see if he ever was a uh, werewolf hunter. I think that'd be a great movie. Adolf Kors, werewolf hunter, silver bullet. Um, but yeah, man, I, th I believe this is a first for us. Um, I'm going to be open and honest with you. Uh, Halloween, I am not. I, I enjoy Halloween. I like uh, in Ione, the neighborhood I live, they really get into Christmas and they really get into Halloween. So I've already been uh, walking my neighborhood, walking the dog in the evenings and seeing the amazing decorations, all the orange lights and the ghosts and the goblins and the, the really cool stuff. Somebody on the way to the dog park, when I take Obi to the dog park, has a Christmas tree in the front of the house, but they've decked it up with all orange lights and turned it into a Halloween tree. And it's really cool. Now, me, myself personally, when I had little ones around the house, yes, we would decorate and put ghosts and pumpkins and do the pumpkin carving, go to the pumpkin patch, all those traditions. Uh, you know, it, they, it was a big deal to figure out what they wanted to be and pick their costumes. Usually it was very expensive unless it was something that we could get from the thrift store. Um, but myself personally, not, uh, not my favorite. Like not, I not, I don't have anything against it. I'm not a bah humbug guy when it comes to Halloween. I just, I don't do scary movies. I don't want to, I don't go. There's a big, you know, the haunted house at the uh, Preston castle, which is literally in my backyard is a huge deal for Amador County every year. It souls out, souls out, souls out. <laughs> it sells out every year. People line up. And wait for hours to get into this thing and they play spooky music. I'm not interested in having somebody jump out in front of me, touch me. I'm just not into that shit. Like, I'd much rather just tour the castle for the history of it and see the castle. But that being said, I don't have anything against it. It's just, I, I know some people live for this day. Like, live for this month. Like, as soon as it, it's pumpkin spice time and it's carving the pumpkins and getting out all your favorite scary movies and eating your favorite candy and dressing up like a, a slutty nurse or a slutty flight attendant or a slutty zombie and going to the Halloween parties and you know what I'm saying? Like People do dress up and they're not sluts sometimes. I know, but you know what I'm saying. Every costume has a slutty version of it. Except uh, it, it, there was one year where everyone was um, Harley Quinn from The Joker and she's just that's just her normal outfit. So there's no slutty Harley Quinn. It's just Harley Quinn. But there is like, it's funny, but like um, when I lived in the first house I rented and I owned there, we had neighbors that had an adult party every year. They sent the kids off and they had a big adult party. And I would not name names, obviously, but every year his wife was just a sexy version. Maybe not to use the term slutty, maybe sexy is the term I should use. Maybe we're going to be more, I don't want to get us canceled. Um, but you know, she was a sexy devil one year and then she's a sexy nurse or a flight attendant. But every year put sexy in front of whatever she was. You can't just be a nurse. It's gotta be a sexy nurse. But you know, I, I just, as an adult, like I've never really gotten into dressing up and like, it's just never really been a huge part of me. Like as a kid, I never was a ghoul or a goblin or a monster. I was like, Luke Skywalker, you know, or Superman or Batman. Like, that's what I wanted. G.I. Joe. Like, 
And like I said, I can count the number of horror movies I've seen in my entire life on one hand. A couple of Jasons, a couple of Freddies, a couple of Halloweens. And I could take them or leave them. I don't watch. I don't want to be disturbed. I want to be entertained. So it's never been my thing. And that being said, there are still some things I love about it. But uh, how about you, man? What, uh-oh. Apparently, apparently Mercy is a Halloween fan, and she's not happy with the statement I just made. Hey, no, there's somebody outside. Okay, good. It's 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 it's, uh, it's a very spooky uh, discussion of uh, of uh, Mercy protecting home because she's a protector. Yes, yeah, she's keeping the ghosts and goblins away in the uh, werewolves. The ancient Gaelic festival of Samhain which occurred on November 1st, but kicked off the evening before, is considered the earliest known root of some of our secular Halloween traditions. It marked a pivotal time of the year when... When dogs bark. Get, get it, girl. <laughs> uh, this is how time you know of the it's live when, and not rehearsed. When seasons change, but more importantly, observers who believe the boundary between this world and the next became especially thin, enabling them to connect with the dev. This belief is shared by some other cultures. A similar idea is mentioned around the Jewish holiday of Yom Kippur, which is also typically occurs in October and involves saying prayers for the dead. This connection to the dead is also where Halloween gained its haunted connotation. Mm, okay, interesting. Savage with the history lessons now. We're getting a breakdown now. Is this going to happen every episode now? We're getting knowledge on top of entertainment, baby. Get ready. Professor Savage is in the I, I will building. tell you this. I reached out to a... Um, Someone who just absolutely is totally into Halloween, like you said, like the movies and this and this, right? Tried to see yeah, if I yeah. could get her to come on and talk a little bit because she's real passionate about it, but she didn't get back to me. She's probably busy. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is her month. This is it, man. Starting October 1, yeah. you, she can't talk. No, no, I'm busy. Yeah, This yeah. is my Christmas. Yeah, absolutely, man. And that's and that is literally what it is. There usually are two camps, and it's Christmas and Halloween. And I will definitely say... I fall into the Halloween camp. The movies make me feel good. The Christmas camp. Yeah. Did I say Halloween? Yes. I fall into the Christmas camp. Absolutely. I love the movies. I love, uh, I love the, the, the family get togethers, the movies. I feel like it's just a longer season for me. Like I like food in general, not I love candy too, but you know, for me, Christmas starts on Thanksgiving day and I fucking love Thanksgiving food. We've talked about that at nauseam on the show. And then that just for rolls. four years we have discussed. Yeah, yeah. And then, then that rolls into, you know, the, the the Christmas food, which is also candy, but also delicious eats and hams. And so yeah, for me, that's who I am, man, and that's where I live. But um let me ask you, where what which camp do you fall into? Where would you say you're you're more heavily involved with which one do you think you're you lean more towards um i i am not a uh so here's the thing like if if you're telling me to pick yeah one of one the halloween or christmas yeah like that's i would pick christmas but i i don't you know and we've talked about this as well over the years you know my view or my uh how i've handled christmas because of other things going on in my life has changed dramatically over the last five years right you know where to the point where i wasn't even celebrating then i was like i was trying to get back into it then COVID happened then a lot of stuff like that uh halloween for me is um it, it's it's broken down uh to, into several pieces and one of the pieces obviously is the 
colors and the the dark and the haunted and all of that stuff and i kind of like that a little bit like i think it's cool i enjoy it um i i'm i'm i do like so like for me i'm not a forced scary thing like right right people jumping out at you and like oh, 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 oh yeah right yeah, yeah i like naturally freaky stuff right like i think it would be super cool to not have anything forced but to be like in alcatraz mm. overnight mm-hmm. during halloween yeah just the wind and the howling and the you know what I mean? Yeah. Dark. It's cold. Like that kind of stuff. Like yeah, that would be yeah, like yeah. freaky, man. Like I haven't done that tour. Like stuff like that. Kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Or like you walking someplace and like you're like you get that feeling and the hair stands up on your arm. You know what I mean? Like this is just absolutely spooky. So, like for me, right? I love that kind of stuff. Like I don't seek it out. No. But you know what I mean? Like so. Um, that's how I feel about the spooky part of that. Um, I also, I think I do like the idea of, uh, you know, slutty nurses. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm for them. And um, I think that's what it is. I think Halloween is, it, you break it up into two camps. I think when you're, when you're younger, like in your twenties, pre having kids and stuff, it's about the party. Like whatever night Halloween falls on, you usually party on the weekend closest to it. So if Halloween falls on a Monday, that weekend is your Halloween party weekend. So that's when, when you're in your late teens, early twenties, that's when you're going to the bar or the concert or the house party and you dre- all your friends are dressing up and you're, you got music and you got friends and you got food and you're just having a good time. And then as you get older, I think the focus shifts to the kids and more, it's more family oriented. Whereas I think that's what I like about Christmas is it's pretty much all family oriented. Yes, you can have office Christmas parties and there's not usually a, a slutty elf outfit that people, you know what I'm saying? Like I, you're not usually super stoked for the Christmas party at, at 18 or 19. It's not usually that. Whereas I feel Halloween more has that vibe to it that it's like, okay, this is a time where we're going to dress up, act crazy, party, have some drinks, have some food, have some good time. And then you have kids and it's about, okay, now we're going to carve pumpkins. We're going to take you around the block to get candy. We're going to watch Charlie Brown, you know, the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. And it shifts to that. Whereas I feel like Christmas, even after the kids get older, it's still about family. The focus is still family and getting the kids back once they've grown up and exchanging gifts and sharing that time and having a good time. Whereas now that my kids are gone and I'm almost 50 years old, well, the dressing up and as a slutty doctor or nurse and, and partying, that shit kind of goes out the window. And now that I don't have kids, there's I'm not carving a pumpkin for myself and I'm not going around the block trick-or-treating because there's no kids to do that with people would frown on a 50 year old man doing that you know what i'm saying like at 48 they're like uh trick-or-treat you know they're not they're not interested in, in, in seeing that i i would probably get some strange looks and i own and no one would let me sell their houses but yeah you know what i'm saying like so yeah i think um for me i think that's probably a big part of it once my kids grew up and went out of the house halloween kind of left with them so now when I walk my dog, I get to enjoy seeing other people's decorations. And on the night, I'll see other people's kids dressed up and laugh and smile and have a good time. But for me, I just look at Halloween as an outside observer looking in now. I don't actually actively take part anymore. And I guess that's for me where I'm at with it at this point. 
Uh, so I grew up, um, not always, but my dad watched the Jason movies. Okay, Friday the 13th. I think we 13th. talked about this at some point. We might have. Friday the 13th. And he didn't watch them because he was scared. Like, he found them funny. Sure. Very entertaining. Very, yeah, yeah. like, you know, people always falling. Like, just ridiculousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hiding in the worst places. Yeah. Always getting murdered right as they're about to have sex. I, I think yeah. there's, like, a Geico commercial. I don't know if you've seen it because you don't watch TV. But there's, like, these four people. They're, like, scared to death. There's a guy chasing them. And they're like, what are we going to do? And he's like, we got to hide. And this in this lady- room full of chainsaws, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I saw and, that one. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, why don't we go get over in there in that running car and get out of here? And the guy's like, what are you, crazy? And this other person's like, yeah, let's go hide behind that wall of chainsaws. Good idea. <laughs> yeah. And the guy is like behind them like, oh, these idiots. Yeah. Like that's it's pretty much like the, the plot point of all that's Jason, Friday the 13th movies. Jason, Freddy. Uh, what's the one with the little doll? Chucky. Chucky. The fact that you wouldn't just kick that little son of a bitch across the room and rip his head off. Like the fact that people were running terrified. The, uh, the A lot of them are funny. Your pops was absolutely right. Um. The one, the little leprechaun. They made like seven of those. It was like leprechaun in the hood, leprechaun in the woods, leprechaun, the leprechaun. You know, it's like, yeah, man, it's, it, they do. They become comedic until I felt like, I think that happened. And I think the movie companies realized that they kind of became a joke. And that's where we got these like violent, very like almost torture porn, like uh, Saw and the Hostel where they had to like take it to the next level where it's just so brutal and so violent. Like I won't even go near those movies. Like my sister loves those saw films. She like owns physical copies of them. And I think we've mentioned this on the podcast. I always feel like really you need that in your collection. Like that's something you're going to watch more than once. Like people like being trapped in a room and tortured until they die. Like I, I, I can't even fathom it, but I know a lot of people love it. And I know that Hollywood has had to really up the ante to scare people now because we're kind of desensitized. Like real life is already scary enough. And like you said, Freddie, Jason, that shit's a joke. Like, so what do they do? They have to figure out ways. So now I feel like it's not really scary. It's just disturbing and gross, like very violent. And, and, and here's the beauty of this as well is, uh, there's people that love that too. Oh, 100%. And, and, like I said, my sister owns the movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so and so it, it's it, Halloween to me is is I love um the um like I said, I'm I'm a I'm a black and orange guy, which is Halloween, right? Yes, it's yeah, just the absolutely. reason that uh, you know, the black and orange of the giants and it's I've got a soft spot in my heart for the Orioles and the and the Bengals and um you know that kind of stuff, and the 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 the, the candy and like the mm. the natural spookiness. Like I like I said, I think that is cool. I like that. I also like um, very much um, characters. Not like like John Wick's a character, right? But yes, he's just a dude. You know what I mean? That's yeah. his movie. That's his role. But like <clears throat> Jack Sparrow is a character. Like you know what I mean? Like these. Characters that aren't normal everyday people, pirates, things like that. So yeah, pirate is a good one. We used to have a, a house that put a f in I own, and I think they've moved because they no longer do it. But it was like people came from miles. He put a full-on pirate ship in his front yard, 
and then decorated around it and played music. And he dressed up like a pirate and came out and they would act out and he would talk like it. It was phenomenal. Looked forward to it every year. Uh, and unfortunately, either they, I don't know if they just stopped doing it or they moved away, but pirate is a great one. Like that's something, I feel like there's things that take on the Halloween spirit that don't have to be super violent or super scary, but come naturally for Halloween. And I think pirates is a great example. Now, and and, and, and to be fair and, and uh, very inclusive of everybody, because we are a very inclusive type of show, yeah. and we believe in people feeling comfortable. If you feel like you want to be a slutty pirate, we accept you here. <laughs> we Absolutely. accept you here. Absolutely. You are yeah. welcome here at the 209. Yeah. More, more probably Savage's house. Yeah. Uh, you know, just yeah, don't, because, don't you know. come to my house in your sexy pirate outfits. <laughs> probably not going to go over well. I, I mean, so, you know, you know, I'll drop it. Let me know. Yeah. And, you know, send me maybe a pic. I'll drop a natty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll kind of go from there. Um, are, you, are you saying that the slutty pirates should slide up in your DMs? Uh, she should sail into the DMs. Oh, sail! Well played, well played. I love it. Uh, to uh, to <laughs> to quote a, a coworker who told me this literally this week said something not similar to this, but something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I went sav on it, and she goes, "It's like scary to me how fast your brain works. <laughs> like it's like really like like that's weird. Like you're really quick." Yeah. And I was like, "Eh, it's a, it's a." I, I tell you this, I love that I'm quick-witted like that. Yeah. I would gladly uh, turn in my quick-wittedness like that to be able to run that fast as fast <laughs> as my brain goes. But, uh, Amen to that. Here yeah. we are. Yeah. Uh, so here's what we're going to do, sir. I can relate to pirates because I love rum. Right. That's, uh, that's, right. Uh, I get that. I totally get it. Here's what we're going to do, sir. Yeah. We are going to do the first, maybe last, first ever Halloween candy draft. Mm, Five okay. picks. Okay. You and me, we draft our candies. But if I take one candy, you can't draft them. They're gone. Okay. So we got five picks. Okay. Top five. Whew. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to uh, determine the draft order. Okay. Got a shilling here. All right. Nice. The 50 cent piece. I don't know how much a shilling is. I'm not sure either. Heads. Ask a pirate. I believe that's uh, JFK. Also a fan of the slutty pirate. Yeah. <laughs> the eagle. America. Yeah. Is tails. Heads or tails for the first pick? Heads. Heads he calls. We're going to drop it because we're going to read. We're going to redo. Here oh, we go. you're going to redo. I, I would have accepted that. Well, I. Yeah. There it is. Can't see it. Eagle. All Tails. right. You get the first. So I get the first picked pick in the 2022 Halloween candy draft. With the first pick, mm -hmm. I'm going to take Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, you bastard. It's a great pick. Yeah. It's a great a, pick. First off, you that, love it. It's the greatest candy in the world, in my opinion. I yeah, mean, look, yeah. the, the Jordan of candies. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So your first round pick. My first round pick. So I was robbed. Yeah, yeah I, I wanted your pick. You won. Uh, you won one extra game at the end of the season that yeah, cost you yeah. an extra ping pong ball, and yeah, now you, right. you don't end up with peanut butter cups. I got screwed. I'm going Snickers. 
It's a great pick. Yeah, that's it's a great pick. If had I been reversed and I had your pick, I probably would have gone Snickers yeah, too. And it, it, it's in the realm of chocolate and peanut butter, but you get that caramel nougat in there. It's, right, it's really good. Right, uh, and let me just tell you this. And so we are talking just individual candy bars. So like, let's say you have, uh, for example, Reese's makes several things you're allowed to take. It's not just the entire Reese's line. Sure, sure, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just so, just so that's out in the clear. Uh, with my second round pick, I'm going to take what I believe is the greatest. So I went with the value of Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, it's ultimately known as the GOAT. Uh, I'm going to go with what I currently believe to be the best candy bar on the market. Mm-hmm. And that's the Reese's Take Five. Mm, it's really good. It's a, it's a huge, huge for me. Like it is, like I would take a take five over anything else if I was given. Like, hey, Scott, I want to buy you a candy bar. Take five. I went around the last year because I don't have kids. Last Halloween, I literally went to the gas station. Was like, "Well, I gotta have something." It's Halloween night, and I bought a Take Five. That's that's what I got, and it was absolutely delicious. I think that was the first time I'd ever had one. It was amazing. So okay, so you've got Reese's peanut butter cups and a Take Five. So mm-hmm. you're keeping it in the Reese's family. I've now got Snickers, and with your second pick, my second pick in the Halloween candy draft, I am going with. One of my all-time personal favorites, uh, peanut M and M's. Peanut M and M's. That's a classic. Yes. Uh, it is. Uh, it, it's uh, it, to some, it is absolutely goaded. Yeah, I would say so. You it's know right I mean? there with like, Reese's, in my opinion. They're naked. It's close. Like, I, I every Christmas I get a thing of them, and in, in my stocking, I, I and I eat them that day. Uh, it, it's a it, problem. Yeah. My <laughs> third pick right here. Uh-huh. Uh, I I can already hear the critics. They're gonna tell me this is a reach. Okay. At three, I might have been able to get it at five, but I don't want to make sure. I want to make sure that this is on the roster. I'm going to take the Heath bar. Ooh, okay, okay. You got you got the chocolatey goodness. You got the toffee. I mean, it's just a, it's a phenomenal bar. Yes, I won't argue with that. Okay, so for my third pick, then I am going Butterfinger. Oh, it's a great pick. Yeah, it's, it's a great pick. I, I, if you're detecting a theme here, anything with for me with peanuts and chocolate involved is pretty much a, a no-brainer. So uh, that's always been my favorite. I feel like those the, the the marriage between peanut and chocolate is just a match made in heaven. And there's so many different delicious combos of it. But Butterfinger's right there. Well, that's a great pick. Thank you, sir. Uh, it wouldn't have gotten past the top five of mine for sure yeah so i figured you know but i wanted to it obviously got that toffee feel that that crunchy peanut butter toffee so i see where you're going there yeah yeah so uh with my fourth pick in the 2022 halloween candy draft i feel like i don't have enough nougat in my life okay so i'm gonna take baby ruth Ooh, chocolate little peanut butter little nougat Yes, I like nice choice. I'm going to shake it up a little bit for my next, for number four. Oh, fourth round. Is this shake up? Is it going to rock the draft? I, don't I know. am going to rock the draft a little bit. This is not, I'm taking it away from the chocolate realm. Okay. I am a big fan of uh, red licorice, uh, red vines being that. I would pick red vines because you know what would disappoint me more is you'd get the ghetto bastard child of red vines, Twizzlers, which is just like sugar flavored rubber. I mean, absolutely hated that no one ever gives away red vines and i can sit at the movies and eat a thing of red vines like it's nothing man i i would get that big jug from like costco every once in a while or red vines and i could put it down man i i'm a big fan i know that's probably not on most people's lists but i'm going there because i never got it in my bag and it always pissed me off i'd throw twizzlers away they're disgusting 
Um, not black licorice, so it's got to be the red vines. I'll just tell you this: the uh, that the the, the 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 internet is going crazy right now because you took <laughs> you took red vines at four. Yeah, in the I candy did. draft, I did. Like, I, I don't know if maybe like you know you had a promise. Maybe you're related to somebody in the Red Vines family, and you're like, "I'll make sure that they get drafted." Like, there's a there, there's a lot of uh, people are people are screaming collusion right now. They're surprised that it's in the top five. I'm a big fan. I it's really nothing more than that. Hey, I guess what? What? Sometimes those those picks they work out. Yeah, right? occasionally. You know what yeah. I mean, like Mike Piazza was drafted in like the. 80th round of the MLB draft. That's or right. So you yeah. never know, man. It's a good point. It's a great pick. It's a great pick if you're happy with it as an organization. I, I love that. brings me picks. to my fifth and final pick of the 2022 Halloween candy draft. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of couple ways I could go with this. And uh, you know what I mean? Like, I hate to bake somebody a free agent that deserves to be on the roster. We got a lot of chocolate. We got a lot of peanut butter. We got a little nougat. We do. Uh, I am going to go with. A real sleeper here for me. Mm-hmm. It is not. Um, it's not something that uh, I feel like people are going to automatically put in their top five. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's a classic, and I love it. I'm gonna go with the look bar. The look bar. I gotta be honest. I don't remember what's in a look bar. Refresh my memory. Do you remember like a big hunk? I it's do. Like the I do remember the big hunk. Yeah, yeah, peanuts. yeah. Okay. It's like that, but chocolate covered. Ah. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. That's your red vine to me, man. I don't. I've never had one. Like, oh, yeah, man. yeah. That's you're shaking the world up there on that one. And, and and there's a couple other ones like that I thought about. Uh, well, let, let's have you take your five, fifth. This pick is number I'm- five. This is actually a, a candy for me that my kids, especially my son Max, was a big fan of. Whenever we'd go to the grocery store and I'd get Reese's or peanut M and M's, he'd always get this. And then I've kind of shifted as of late. I shouldn't be, but I've been shifting and getting it and and falling in love with it. And that's the Kit Kat. I am absolute, like, I can't get enough of the Kit Kat lately. Man, I'll be honest with you. I knew I was forgetting something, and it was the Kit Kat. I love the wafer. I love Uh, the chocolate. The crunch that you can break them into the little individual bars and and that crunchy chocolatey Mm -hmm. goodness. It's a great pick. They make a dark chocolate one that's absolutely delicious. And I've yet to try. There's now strawberry, which I, I want to try just to see how it is. I'll tell you this. Uh, I'm I'm reading the live tweets right now of the of the of the people covering the draft, and they're saying that you just saved your draft after that round four pick after the, the red Cat five, yeah. yeah. And they're really challenging my fifth pick of the look bar when I still had the Kit Kat on the board. I still had other plenty of options. I'm really getting a lot of heat online for this right now. <laughs> Um, this is fun. Now yeah. I can get into Halloween if we're going to do this every year. I've enjoyed it. It'd be interesting to see if there's changes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, three or four years ago, the take five wasn't a thing. No, it was not. And the, and the only reason I didn't take take five one is because I knew you were going to take the peanut butter cup if I didn't take it. No, hundred percent. So I, you that know, would have been first. It's, dra- yeah. hey, it's called draft strategy. Absolutely, man. You know Absolutely. I mean? Yeah. And, and here, and here's the things that I was just gonna say. There's a couple things like, I left off Charleston Chew, okay. Which I yeah. like. I don't like the full bar, but yeah. if you give me the box of the mini ones, like from the movies and stuff, uh, I think they're phenomenal. They are good. The small individual size ones, I think they're phenomenal. Uh, I also am a fan of the Almond Joy. 
with the with the with the almonds, not the one without. Yeah, that's mounds. Almond yeah. Joy has nuts. Mounds, mounds don't. don't. That's right. Yeah, Amen yeah. to that, sir. Yeah. Amen. To uh, that. I also uh, and it, this is a sleeper. Like if this was a longer draft, this person would have snuck in. Uh, it's not a massive winner uh, amongst the public, but I'm a huge fan of the York peppermint patty. Ooh, I'm not a mint guy, but I know a lot of people love that. I, I, I do it. I, it went, I have a coworker who uh, she takes it upon herself to mm-hmm. um, always have a bowl of candy at her desk. And she right. just continually buys the, like, just nonstop. Like, that's her thing. Like, she's the candy lady. And I feel bad because she's popping out 15 bucks or 10 bucks yeah. for a bag of candy. Yeah. And people just come and take it and whatever, you know. My HR um, has a bowl of candy on her desk. And it's the Costco bag. And it has, yeah, yeah. it's got twix it's got snickers it's got um m&ms it's got york peppermint patties it's got milky way uh and also another underrated bar um and so uh anyway uh i always know if it if i'm late to the party for the weekend you know for the week or whatever and like she hasn't been there to refill the bowl or whatever there's always going to be a York, couple York peppermint patties sitting there for me that I can sneak out of the box. I always feel guilty because I go into my HR lady's office, Kathy, very sweet woman, uh, and I and I and I really just I just want to grab a candy, but I feel obligated to make conversation at that point. So hey, you know how how was your weekend? Oh awesome! Oh yeah, the kids are good. Uh huh. No, yeah, no, everything's great. Yeah, man, really busy. And uh, yeah, just grab these M and M's while I'm here. Have a great one, Kathy. You know, it's like, but you, I, I walk in and she looks up and goes, "Hey, how you doing?" I go, "I'm great." Okay, I guess I gotta say something because I, I don't want you to think I'm just here for the candy, but I am in a way. But she's great. Love making conversation. But if I had a sixth, you mentioned uh, almond joy. That's a great one. I, I love those. The coconut, the chocolate, the almonds, incredible. I'm a big. Uh, I love the uh, the sour patch. Mm. I like. I I've, I've, I had a sixth man coming in off the bench that I could I could have gone sour patch. Not just a fan of the straight like gummy bear. I need that sour that little the sugar the granulated sugar soury stuff on the outside with the gummy makes it just puts it over the top. That's delicious. I also just remembering something else that I'm a huge fan of. I left it off my draft. I just someone just tweeted it right now oh really yeah, they are calling me out oh it's hashtag savs and idiots oh boy yeah so i'm gonna hear it about this um you know what i mean and and really i can't fix it until next year right uh but uh i left out one that is very near and dear to my heart is the whopper okay uh, malted milk and the yeah, chocolate yeah, like, yeah, I, that's yeah. a that's a, that's a top five candy for me and i and i screwed that's a good the, one I screwed the pooch on that yeah so let, let me ask you this. We've done our draft now. What's a, what's a candy while we're on the subject here? What's an absolute just nope, don't do it, ain't having it, disgusts me? Black licorice is yeah, I'm there with disgusting. That. I think it's awful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, uh, I also, uh, I'm not a fan of, um, there's a couple fruit candies that are just kind of blah to me. Like, um, like, they have like airheads and then like sour airheads. Yeah. Like the regular airheads are just whatever to me. Yeah. Um, uh, I uh, I like all four flavors of the main Starburst. I feel like um, I feel like yellow gets a bad rap. Okay. All uh, right. I feel like uh, it's it's, un- it's unjustly re- uh, treated. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a quality. Like, is it red? Is it pink? Absolutely not. But the orange and the yellow just really get a bad shake. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're yeah. a quality product. Um, you know what I mean? Um, there's one called dots that are just like little fruit flavored rubber 
and they're like the perfect size. They get stuck in your teeth. They don't taste great. They're just okay. And then the texture is fucking, it's insane, dude. You're like picking them out of your teeth for weeks after you eat them. I could live without those. You're absolutely right. Black licorice is terrible. I keep seeing the meme and I totally agree. Don't tell me candy corn is the worst Halloween candy ever as long as black licorice exists. And I, I think candy corn gets a bad rap too. I don't think it's that bad. Like I'm a, I'm a huge candy corn guy. I think yeah. it's great. Uh, I don't put it in the top five for me because no. it's a seasonal no, thing. No, no, yeah, I mean? no. It's um, other. There's other seasonal candies I'm a huge fan of. I love the Cadbury cream egg. I love yes. the mini eggs. Yes, uh, candy corn seasonal candies. Those are those are money. Um, another one that uh, that if this was readily available, it's just hard to find sometimes. Like there's certain places that carry it, um, but I love uh, a rocky road. Mm. I like the chocolate. I haven't had one of those in forever. It's, it's a ch- yeah. chocolate-covered marshmallow bar, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very soft, very light. Um, it's, you know, it's basically what ice cream is. is Rocky Road yeah, chocolate, yeah, yeah. nuts, and then the marshmallow. Without the ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's I don't see it often. No. Very rarely do I see a Rocky Road. Now, what about 100 grand? Now, I'll tell you this right now. Uh, I guarantee, because I know how the world works, I'm going to see nothing but Rocky Road bars <laughs> the next month. Everywhere You're gonna I get go. gifted from the podcast. Hey, they're going to be like, yeah. I'm going to be like checking out at like freaking Chevron. They're going to be like, Rocky Road's two for one. I'll be like, get the f- I've never seen a Rocky Road in five <laughs> years. Now they're everywhere. Yeah. One <laughs> of the things in the candy bowl uh, in my HR's office is the hundred grand. Yeah. hundred grand is a, is a great. That's a good one. And I hadn't great. had one of those in forever. You just don't really see them, but she's got them in the little fun size bars and they're delicious. Yeah. Right? So you got your chocolate, you got a heavy dose of caramel and then it's basically topped with like a uh, crunch bar. There's something crunchy yeah, in there. It's like yeah. a crunch bar top, like yeah. the rice kernels and then it's all covered in, uh, in chocolate. Do you uh, the hundred... know your shit. So yeah, yeah, damn. Yeah. The hundred grand bar also <laughs> in the, um, that's uh, in the back it's in the Costco bag. It's the Costco yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah, that's what she So that's get. what she's got. It's, yeah. it's the same bowl that yeah, yeah. So like but the thing is is she buys that big, you know, fifteen dollar Costco bag and it's like eighty percent Snickers, right, uh Milky Way, Eminem, right? And then twenty percent like hundred grand York peppermint patty. You know, the, the smaller ones, there's not as much as those in there. Yeah. So they go fast. So every now and then, I know I hit the jackpot. I, I hit the hundred grand, if you will, if I walk over to that <laughs> bowl, I had hundred grand in there. So Yeah, I couldn't even tell you the last time I ate, a, bought a full-size hundred grand candy bar. I, I'm, it's been 10, 15 years probably. Yeah. I, I, I do not buy regular full-size candy bars on the regular. I try to avoid it because I want to. I would eat them all. Oh, 100%. Um, when I do, it's really because I have a, uh, a a hankering. Yes. Yeah. I got a real hankering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for uh, like something specific. Right. Right. So like, I, I this is not a bar that I would put in my top five or in my top ten, but the Nestle Crunch bars every now and then I feel like a little chocolate, a little crunch, a little you know, yeah, yeah. crispy. So I'll do that. Um, another bar that I'm a huge fan of uh, that didn't make my list, the Caramello. Chocolate caramel, caramel, big fan of the chocolate caramel bar. Now, let me ask you this on the the level of Reese's doing all the different things now. They've got the Reese's peanut butter cup Uh that has the pretzel in it. Yeah, yeah. They also have one, and I don't think it went over well because I was checking out. I bought a a greeting, a thank you card for someone at Dollar Tree, Uh and they had a bunch of the Reese's peanut butter cups with potato chip Uh inside. And I go, what do you think? Any good? She goes, oh, I really like them. I, I think a lot of people don't, but I like them. So I bought one to try it just to see. it. All right, let me throw one in there. I'll get it. Um, 
I couldn't taste the potato chip. It just tasted like a Reese's peanut butter cup. There wasn't enough crunch from the potato chip and I didn't pick up. I thought it'd be like a sweet and salty kind of a vibe like the pretzel. But I just didn't really, it didn't do anything. I don't know if you've tried that one yet. But. I, I haven't tried it. I did hear that uh, several people feel like it is, um, like it's really good, but people don't pick it up because they're like, uh, no. Yeah. Like they don't give it a chance. Yeah, I, to me, I just figured, oh, it's going to be along the lines of the pretzel. It's going to be crunchy, salty, and sweet. But I, I was waiting to really taste the potato chip in there. Mm -hmm. And at least the one I got, maybe I got a bunk one because it was a Dollar Tree. Right. Or as they call it now, the Dollar 29 Tree. Because they, inflation. Uh, that's a whole other episode. I think we actually talked about it already. But uh, yeah, I just was like, eh, it tastes like a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. I was disappointed. I go, if, if you're going to put a potato chip in there, I want to take, put a ruffle in there. I want to taste that motherfucker. Put I'll, some ridges in there. I'll tell you this. Reese's is really just dominating um because you've got <laughs> the sports analogy is great you, they're dominating down in the paint i mean <laughs> if you think about like they, they, they've done a great job of of, of acquiring talent <laughs> and their their roster top to bottom is just it's it's unflappable i mean you you've got an all-time hall of famer in the regular peanut butter cup absolutely right? you've got basically the best bar in the game with the take five uh okay you've got one of the most um just uh, overall um, transitional candy bars in the Reese's stick because you've got the peanut butter, you've got the chocolate, but you also got the, the wafer. wafer. Yeah, Reese's stick is phenomenal. Like I could have probably done a top five Reese's. Yeah, right? I think the pretzel peanut butter cup is it's fantastic. Delicious. Yeah, um, they also have one with the Reese's pieces in it. Mm -hmm. Add that in, one in too, the, which is good. Yes, it um, is. You know, and and it's just Reese's. Th th there's a reason that at the end of the year they're holding that trophy. Yeah, right? you yeah know, that's right. You know, I mean, <laughs> well the, done. The, the Bill Belichick. Well uh, done. The, Bill, the, the, the way they've crafted that roster at yeah. Reese's is just, it's, it's, a, you know, it's unflappable because there's nobody else that does it. Yeah. There's nobody else that has a roster like Reese's. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. They're the, they're the, they're the, I mean, you've got lots of repeat Chicago hey, Bulls. You've got lots of guys out there that have, you know, multiple products, but for every red vine, you've got a, you know, a waste of a bad contract and a black licorice. You know what that's I mean? That's right. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's not just, it's not, it's not good for your long term. It's not sustainable to be a competitive and a winning franchise. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't add anything to that. That was genius. I 100% agree with you on everything you just said. Yeah. Yes. Reese's takes the trophy. Like, mm -hmm. they're, they're hard to beat. They're it's the not the Lombardi trophy. I have to figure out what it is. They're the Bulls. They're the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. Whatever crazy dominant franchise you want to think of, Reese's is that. Yeah. If Reese's was in, it was a beer, they would be holding the Adolph Kors trophy. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's but they're, right. They're, yeah. it's, it's probably the William Hershey trophy. Yes. Is it? Is Reese's owned by Hershey? I, I don't know. know. I'm just telling you that the, the, when you, you think of candy, you think yeah, of yeah. Hershey. Well, you've got some homework to do now. Let's figure out who owns Reese's. Is it Bob Reese's? I don't know. <laughs> Just say it. It's not Bob Vila. No, it's it's definitely not Bob Vila. If it was, that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, want to put some little peanut butter cups over here? Look at this. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun, man. Couple pretty birds. I gotta be honest. When you said you wanted to do like a speak spooky themed Halloween episode, I was like, I don't know where the fuck we're going with this because I don't do scary movies and I don't really dress up anymore. Um, I I don't get into the parties that much. So I'm like, what are we gonna do? This was brilliant. Kudos to you, my friend. Great idea. Great idea. Well, you get me in a room, you put me on a microphone, and you want to talk chocolate? Yeah. I got you. Dude, clearly your knowledge of the chocolate. I mean, when you broke down what, what was in a... Uh, 100 grand? Yeah. 
And and what was the other one? The look. Yeah, the look. Oh my god, dude! You're 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 like a thesaurus, like a walking information zone of just chocolate info, dude. Like, they don't call me nasty nougat on the street. What's in a payday? Uh, a payday. That's great. So payday. Oh, here we go. Do you know them? So. You know the beauty of a payday, and the, the funny thing too, and just like food and music and movies, you know, sometimes they can um, make you think of somebody or yeah. smell or something like yeah. that. There's certain candies that will mean something to me, like a payday bar. My aunt, so like basically, it's like a nougat roll, and it's got peanuts. It's on got the, the whole peanuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole it's wrapped in whole peanuts. Yeah, Choc- a payday actually used to came came out with, and I don't know if they do it still or they kind of drop, but they used to have they 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 covered it in chocolate. Mm-hmm. So they was like a regular, but then the regular payday, which is the white with the orange writing, that's just the nougat, and it's wrapped in peanuts. Right. Which yeah, is, I've had the one wrapped in chocolate. Was the last one I had. I yeah, haven't, yeah. I haven't had the original in forever. But yeah. So the, so there's a. The, the, it's essentially the same thing. It's this red um, company. I don't remember what it is, but it's called Nut Clusters. Mm-hmm. It's just basically a payday. Yeah, yeah. My aunt Nancy always had a box of Nut Clusters in her uh, in her uh, pantry. Okay. And uh, there was always Nut Clusters, and I think that maybe they became harder to find, but they transitioned into paydays at a certain point. Mm-hmm. So anytime I see a payday or a Nut Cluster, if they do pop up, I always think of the, you know Aunt Nancy and those kind of things. That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's funny how food or music or anything else can immediately take you to a place. Yeah, like yeah. that's just incredible. My uncle know. Steve, who was Nancy's uh, husband, uh, always had grape nut flakes. Grape nuts, yes. Grape nuts, phenomenal yeah. cereal. Um, if you turn in next week, we're going to do the cereal draft. It's going to get crazy. <laughs> like that shit could get crazy. If, hey, I'll tell you this right now. If you want to, if you want to hear us do a draft on anything else, let us know. Yeah, we'll prepare. We'll get some information. The draft will go crazy. Yeah, it's going to be massive. Because I mean, obviously, the internet's going crazy right now. I can see you've got the laptop open. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, I, I. Good thing I have it charged right now. Because if yeah. I didn't, like, you know, Sav's an idiot. It's yeah. trending right now. <laughs> you know, in trouble. I, I really dropped the ball on the Kit Kat thing. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, the people are hearing me. I've got sponsors already emailing me. Like, do what do we? What's our? Where's our money going? You know, how did you leave the kick off? Kit Kat off the roster. Oh boy. You know, and I'm telling them, look, man, we got the Reese's and we got the. We got to take five. We're going to the playoffs. We'll figure it out from there. Yeah, that's right. We got to make a mid-season yeah, yeah. draft. Then we do it. Yeah, man, that was awesome, dude. That's and and, and Bill, Bill's Bill's roster is a pretty quality roster. The problem is he's got the red vine. And who's going to come to the games? Black Licorice is going to be in the crowd. And that's just a distraction. It's a distraction <laughs> for red vine. It's a distraction for the team. That's a he's, problem. Yeah, he's the LeVar Ball of uh, of candies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's annoying. Yeah. You know, like four percent of people in the world like him but he still shows up everywhere yeah it's annoying dude. It's the so lavar ball of candy is black licorice nobody wants black licorice nobody wants that black jelly bean get that oh, out of the mix God. just screwing everything terrible. up terrible i know i love a good jelly bean but you can't grab a handful it's like playing russian roulette mm-hmm. you know you just never know well, and now yeah. you, you talk about the uh the transformation and the growth of, uh, of like the jelly belly company yeah you can't even look at a jelly bean anymore and know what you're getting no it's it's a mystery yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd be like, "Oh man, this looks like orange." Nope, it's buttered popcorn. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just because it's red doesn't mean it's a. You could be getting jalapeno. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, I love red jelly beans. They're like cherries, my favorite. Let me yeah. try four or five of these. Those are sriracha. Yeah. <laughs> my eyes twitching. I don't. What? Ghost pepper sriracha jelly beans. This something's wrong. I yeah. Think. 
Can't no, feel. don't do it. Yeah, they, it's, uh, it's. Can uh, your teeth bleed? Is this normal? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's dangerous. I'm telling you. Yeah. Man. Hey, man. So let me ask you this real quick before we get out of here yeah. on our spooky Halloween episode. Yeah. Um. Are there any spooky or um, Halloween type movies that you did enjoy? Yeah. So for me, it's it was never about the blood and the gore and the guts. I like a uh, a psychological, like a mental scare. And we may have talked about this before on the podcast. So for me, like, uh, oh, uh, like I think Fallen with Denzel Washington is a great example of a movie that's that's Time yes. Is on my side. It's creepy, but it's the idea that's creepy. It's not somebody jumping out at you. It's not someone stabbing you. But I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, the early M. Night Shyamalan stuff, Sixth Sense, Signs, um, Unbreakable. I okay. really enjoyed those movies. So like the thrillers, the... Yeah, something that makes you think that it might be a creepy idea, but it's not necessarily somebody, a boogeyman, jumping around the corner trying to make you jump or somebody getting gutted with a big knife or a spear. It's... It's still the premise and the idea if it's scary, like aliens coming or somebody who sees and talks to dead people or a spirit that can jump from one body to the next and is committing crimes, but you can't stop them. I like I like those movies. Fallen is, I think, a great example. There was no guts or gore in that. But man, that's terrifying to think that there's the spirit of a killer that could be bouncing around. And how do you stop that? Like it, it's uh, and the way that movie ended had you thinking because they did, never really did stop it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The spirit like, bounces somebody else. Yeah, and, they, and that person was just, you know. Yeah. Hey, pal. Yeah, it just walked it, away. It was. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. And like I said, the M Night Shyamalan stuff. I can't think of anything recently that I've watched. Uh, maybe that movie with uh, an, another one with Denzel that I thought was really creepy was the one we watched with Remy Malek was his partner and they were trying to solve the murder. And uh, the guy that played Morbius was the was the killer or who we thought was the killer. Can't remember his name now. I can't remember the actor. Jared Leto. Jared mm -hmm. Leto. For all the little things. Is that the name of the movie? I forget. We reviewed it. Little on the things. I think. Little things. We reviewed it on the podcast. That was a good one. Creepy. Um, disturbing, but not like bloody or gory. Like I, those, those kind of movies. How, how about you? Um, I still, I, I still enjoy the, uh, the idea of Jason. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I like, I, I will be honest. I like, like if I was going to like really like dress up, yeah, Jason would be in my top five costumes. Cause it's real simple. You throw on like a full, like, you know, Overalls, overall, coveralls, cover hockey mask. You know, like yeah. a dick, a dickies, right? Yeah. You throw on the hockey mask, you walk around the machete, maybe yeah. throw some blood on you. One year we had to dress up for a Halloween show in the band. I was in a band and they wanted us to dress up. And I owned overalls already and I had black boots. And so all I had to do was go to the Dollar Tree and get the hockey mask and a fake machete. So I just got up on stage and performed like half a song with that shit on and then threw it off and just did my thing. But yeah, yeah that's a fun costume for sure. Um, so, um, definitely that kind of like, so that costume, as far as, uh, like, you know, what's funny is, um, I, I caught some heat from this from a couple people, specifically my brother, mm -hmm. uh, it was low level heat, not like five Sriracha jelly beans hot. Got you. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Mild. I've yeah. never seen Hocus Pocus. I've never seen it either. And, uh, I know they just apparently, a sequel. uh, Hocus Pocus two is apparently God awful, terrible. Uh, like people are like, what in the F? Um, but, um, 
in general, like I heard it's fun. I heard it's 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 entertaining. Like it's funny. Like it's a feel good Halloween movie. Mm. And I was like, man, my brother sold me. Like I, I'm gonna check it out. Like you know, I'm gonna look into it because uh, you know, I, it's it's a cult classic. You know what I mean? Like people love Hocus Pocus. Like, yeah, they've been waiting forever for the sequel, and it's unfortunate. But I think once you go 25, 30 years, it's like at a certain point, it's had so long to fall into people's minds and have a special place in their hearts and for people to fall in love with it that I've been hearing it's God awful terrible too. But I think if you've lived with a movie for 25, 30 years, there's really nowhere to go at that point. But down you you've once you've watched, if you watch a movie every year for 20 some odd years and they finally make a sequel 20 some odd years later, you're just going to be like, Oh, it's not like this. Right. I wanted it to be like this. You can't. It's like Avatar now. Hundred percent. That's what I was just gonna yeah, say. It's Avatar. Don't do that. Like, or coming to America thirty years later. It sucked. It's too long. At a certain point, no. I'm praying. I love Eddie Murphy, and I'm just praying they're they're finally doing Beverly Hills Cop Four on Netflix. They've talked about it forever. Occasionally, there are exceptions to the rule where you can go forever and make a sequel. I am hoping that this is the exception to the rule because I love Axel Foley, love the Beverly Hills Cop series, even the third one that wasn't great. I still enjoyed it. So I'm hoping that four doesn't disappoint, uh, but we're going to see. It's tough, man. You go that long, man, and you just, it's too much. There's a lot of margin for error. It's, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. But yeah, man, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I can feel you on, uh, I've never seen Hocus Pocus other than bits and pieces on the Disney channel when my kids watched it. But I always kind of looked at that more as a little kid's movie. So I'm really surprised to hear that your brother loved it. I've never heard heard a lot of dudes. Chicks seem to like that movie. I've never heard a, had a dude tell me, yo, bro, you got to watch Hocus Pocus, bro. Like, I haven't heard that. So, well, I mean, you know, with surfers. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, you got to watch Hocus Pocus, dude. Oh, dude, you haven't seen it, dude? Yeah, let's go skate. And then we'll dude, go watch fuck, it. Bedler, dude, banger. Yeah. But there's also a... Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but there's the live action version of Pinocchio with Tom Hanks is is Geppetto. Mm. That came on to Disney Plus, I think the same day as Hocus Pocus 2. And uh, they didn't even release that one in theaters, which is insane to me. Like, So Tom Hanks is such a big ass time actor. They just released that straight to Disney Plus. I haven't watched it yet, but as a kid, I remember liking Pinocchio. The theory of the little boys when they go to the island and they turn into donkeys because they get into trouble and right. he gets swallowed up by the whale. I, I kind of dug that shit. So I'm, that's one I have not gotten to yet that was released on Disney Plus that I want to watch when my cable starts working again. Mm -hmm. And then Andor I got to get to. And uh, we're going to run out of time. So I guess next week we'll talk about She-Hulk. Yeah. Uh, that ended. Well, here's the, thing. here's the thing. She-Hulk is over, so we're yeah. going to talk about that. Uh, that gives you guys a couple more weeks if you haven't watched all She-Hulk to get to it because we're going to talk about it. Correct. Uh, and that, that of course, uh, because today is the Eve of Hollows, right? Mm -hmm. That puts us at November 7th, mm -hmm. which I believe is going to be the kickoff of the new season of the 209 to infinity podcast. Yeah, I believe that's it. Yeah. So you're, we're, you're we're five. Yeah. So we're going to talk about She-Hulk. Yeah, we're gonna talk. I'm, I'm gonna hope that sometime, maybe, maybe uh, if if my guy Bill can download this on his phone, there's flights to Mexico or something, and catch up on Andor. Is it over? Have we? I, is, I, have all gotta, the episodes it, been released? By the time we get to November, it'll okay. be over. All right, 
Yeah, I'll start. I want to watch it. I just. I can tell you this. Yeah. Uh, it is not Mandalorian. No, I didn't expect that. Yeah. But uh, it's entertaining. I'm really enjoying it. Like, it's good acting. It's getting it's good, good reviews. It's. I, I, yeah. I'm very much into it. I like it. Yeah. So. I, I very much am enjoying it. So we'll definitely get into those two things. Okay. And then we'll be right on the, uh, that'll be the week before Wakanda Forever comes out. And we should, you and I more than likely should be able to also talk about, um, at this point, when you're listening to this episode, it will already have been released, uh, Black Adam. Mm-hmm. And rumors floating around that uh, Henry Cavill's coming back as Superman in this movie. So I'm, I was really excited for Black Adam anyway. I don't understand why The Rock hasn't played a superhero yet. It seems like a no-brainer to me. Like, of all the people to play a superhero, the fact that The Rock hasn't yet, unless you count Hercules, The Rock... Probably fall out from Scorpion King. Yeah, I was going to say, he was a Scorpion King. He did play Hercules, which in some way, shape, or form can be considered kind of a superhero. But uh, yeah, so I'm stoked because the Black Adam looks dark. Because uh, I think it's he's really a bad guy, I think. But maybe not a, your stereotypical <laughs> bad guy. Like So I'm excited, dude. I think that's October 22nd, if I'm not mistaken. I'm really excited for how, that. How about this? This is a great... Like in the in the vein, if you will, of the beauty of Halloween, but not gory, right? Yeah. Okay. Trying to put my mind on what this is. Oh yes, you haven't seen the new one yet, have you? Mm -mm. Dude, I own it, man. I got to bring it for you. That is, it's great. The Paul Rudd one. Paul Rudd, it's great. I heard it's great. It fine. They finally got it right, you know, because hey, Ghostbusters is a classic. Ghostbusters two, not so great. Then they did the one with the ladies, where they tried to reboot it. Not mm -hmm. great. It's okay. And then this new one is a continuation of the original Ghostbusters cast about the granddaughters and the, of Egon and the kids and what they're doing. Not, Dude, it's, not not the uh, the forced. Woman cast reboot. No, although yeah. it, it, I heard that one's good. Yeah, it's entertaining. It, it had some funny moments. You with the ladies, you get in there. It's gonna be, but it's not great because they basically said the original Ghostbusters, which is so beloved as a class and is a classic, never happened. They started over with an all new cast, and then to rub salt in the wound, they had the guys from Ghostbusters pop up in other cameos as different characters, which was like, okay, don't tell us the Ghostbusters never happened, and then have Dan Aykroyd and all these guys show up as little bit parts playing other people that's just dumb like so it wasn't good this new one it's about egon's granddaughter rediscovering what her grandfather did and fighting goat and it, dude there's a tearjerker cavalry moment i'm so wish you you gotta see it dude and i'm sorry i don't have it because we're not gonna see each other again for a while now it's all good yeah i mean if you could come across i bought that for like 3.99 on blu-ray out of the red box dude like it's it's 100 120 percent worth it paul rudd's great the cast is great there's a touch such a touching end scene so well done dude yeah highly recommend it well buddy what did you think did you uh that uh that surprise your uh your uh feeling about when i when we said the spooky episode I, yeah I'm, uh, the candy draft was was fun and uh I, I gotta be honest with you man i i, I think my team's taking it Oh, look, hey, I'll tell you this, man. I think there's I, a lot I, I, of people I, that love red vines out there that's going to roll with me on that Okay, one. well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. let's see. We'll see what happens, man. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, thank you for being here. 
Yes. Um, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, Eva Hollows. Uh, if you celebrate Halloween, you get into it. It's, it's your thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know. We'd like to hear about it. Uh, I certainly would like to know. Um, uh, we would like to know uh, what your favorite things are. Yes. What would you think of our candy draft? What would mm-hmm. your top five be? Mm. Right? Like, it's a little difficult when you got someone else drafting against you. You can't do pick the ones you yes. want. You know yeah, what I mean? it's a little different. changes your strategy. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. Like, that's why they call it the draft strategies. They, you go online right now and you look up a bunch of mock drafts, you know, because it gets you into <laughs> them. You know what I mean? We've all been there. You know what I mean? You, you, you think that, uh, you know, that uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup's going to be there when your pick comes up, but then somebody right before you grabs them, and then all of a sudden you got to readjust your draft strategy. Right. Um, so. It's just uh, it's it's experience, man. And uh, you know, if you if you work hard and, and you uh, are in the game long enough, like you'll build that experience up, and you can rock and roll, man. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Happy e- ha- Halloween, and uh, looking forward to the new season. Yes, and uh, I can't wait to share it uh, with you guys. And uh, one of the things, uh, and let me ask you this real quick: uh, Have you thought about anything? Uh, that you would like to uh, bring to the new season? Because I have one thing I'd like to do. Mm, new things for the new season. Um, you know, I have not thought about that. That's a great question. And I have not, uh, I haven't I haven't considered what, what we want to do new for the new season. No. Well, I could tell you one thing that I'd like to incorporate uh, maybe once a month uh, is get somebody in here mm. and just kind of, yes. Know, yeah, have a guest and 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 just like I think that learning about people and 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 having them tell their story and and you know just interacting with them and that kind of stuff. I think that's great. I think that's real. Uh, people like to hear that kind of stuff. And good call. And uh, you know what I mean, like. Uh, just you know, do the interview and just kind of talk to them and diff- all all walks of kind, all different kind of walks of life. You know what I mean? Just yeah. kind of whether you're a whether you're, whether you're a marine, whether you you know work in in nursing, not slutty nursing. That's a different, <laughs> you know. Um, right. But uh, you know what I mean? Just, just maybe bringing something like that to the table. I like that. I like it. Yeah, because so there's been we've had some great episodes with guests, but it's yeah. not something we've done very often. I can tell you, I don't know if I have a new idea, but I definitely want to reincorporate the uh, nasty lyric of the week. We've kind of fallen off on that a bit. Mm-hmm. And, and that was something I really liked because you can quote a lyric from a song that you love, talk about why you love it, and then hopefully give people who are listening something to go check out. Like, oh man, that lyric he quoted was dope. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to check this artist out. Right. Like, it's a great way to talk about an artist that people may not know about by just quoting something that they wrote. It gives you a feel for who they are. So I haven't done one of those in months so yeah and you did one for the first time in a long time a couple weeks back Mm -hmm. so the anthem yeah i'd like to re re definitely get back into that a little bit more uh you know just as for our music side of things definitely for sure well uh, and we need to go to a concert we need to review a fucking concert dude like we haven't done that since snoop it's been a minute (laughs) yeah dude we tried we did try scarface was like you know what sorry h to the izzo yeah not happening so those those are my goals, but yeah, um, can't wait, man. Year five, here we go. Um, super exciting, and uh, you ready for me to get us out of here? Please do. In the immortal words of my man George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the two nine. See ya. Peace. across the land. The 
midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. Ha, 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 ha. 